following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I don't know what's on your Thanksgiving table this year, but um, what you were t- we were just talking off the air and what uh, the first Thanksgiving had on their tables was just different. I won't say it was bad. It was just, I've never thought of eating even some of those animals. Well, well, this is kind of interesting. The menu for the very first Thanksgiving was in Plymouth, uh, the Thanksgiving celebration uh, in 1621. Now listen to this. Uh, There wasn't any turkey that RSVP'd to the first Thanksgiving uh, feast in 1621. The feast between pilgrims and the Native American Indians lasted for three days, during which both parties uh, contributed to the meal. There were very few records of the actual menu, but it is known that the pilgrims hunted for local fowl, and that was swans included, Hmm. and the Indians brought five deer. Now, it's thought that lobster and seal were likely involved due to their availability in the area, and that was part of the diet that, uh, that they ate. So who would have thought lobster for Thanksgiving? Seal, I've never seen seal in my life served <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so that those are some factoids. By the way, I love Thanksgiving. I love the concept of Thanksgiving. But let, let, let me tell you another little factoid here. Um, in 1953, the uh, Swanson Company Corporation overestimated how much turkey would be consumed on Thanksgiving. They had to get creative with the 260 tons of leftover meat. Wow. So, Hmm. what do you do with 260 tons? I know about leftovers, Hmm. but this is a a bit much (laughs) for any one person or one family. Okay, so using 5,000 aluminum trays and an assembly line of those who hand-packed the the turkey onto the aluminum trays. They also, they created this Thanksgiving-inspired meal uh, with the turkey, cornbread dressing, gravy, peas, sweet, and sweet potatoes. This dish, oh, so expensive, 98 cents, Jeff, 98 cents. It's a good meal. Mm-hmm. And in the first full year of production, catch this, they sold 10 million of them. Hmm. So this was the birth of the pre-packaged frozen meal industry. And uh, I think it was highly successful. I think so. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one other thing that I'll, I'll mention um Pumpkin pie has been beloved for a long time, uh, though uh, it doesn't mean that that's America's favorite pie. But records show that people have been cooking 
pumpkin pies since the the mid 1600s and pumpkins were likely at the first thanksgiving but probably not in pie form uh the dessert as we think of pumpkin pies it, it's been a, an important part of thanksgiving meals since the 1700s one uh, con- connecticut uh town even postponed the holiday in 1705 due to a molasses shortage mm. uh, that that would be uh, used with the pumpkins. Uh, and so there was this pumpkin versus the apple pie debate. Well, according to their research, apple pies are the favorite in America with pumpkin coming in second place. So what do you usually have um, at, at Thanksgiving? Do you uh, have either of those? I do. We usually have pumpkin and uh, pecan, or pecan, depending on where you are in the country. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that, you know, they, they uh, didn't have pumpkin pie at the, in the early days because they didn't have the spray whipped cream, which is really the best part oh. of pumpkin pie anyway. <laughs> You're prejudiced, I think. Yes. Uh, well, a lot of people use a yep. They they do the the spray, and it's you know I I like always pushing that little n- not knob but whatever you call it on nozzle, the top. I guess. It's fun. The nozzle. It's a <laughs> nozzle, and I just I, I think you can if you play with it a little bit, you can do a little bit of a design that uh, is is uh, kind of fun and accidentally get some on your finger that you can lick. Yes, accidentally, exactly. But meanwhile, <laughs> be sure to thank the Lord for His blessing. Um, thank God for the special people, those who have been used in your life. Uh, by God's design and thank him for the fact that you have life he's the one who created you he's the one who has a plan for you he says I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and if there is sorrow for the loss of a loved one Thank God for the memories that you have had. Happy Thanksgiving. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry, and we thank you for that. If you have any uh, questions or concerns about the topics that we raise here on the program, just give us a call at our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to get you some resources or maybe point you to some of our free resources on the website, hopefortheheart.org, and they'd be happy to get you whatever you might need there to help you in whatever situation you're in. Let me uh, recommend another resource to you, and uh, this is our 31-day interactive devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You know, the question is really that, uh, you know, how well do you know your true identity as a child of Christ? Well, the key to healthy Christian living is to see yourself through God's eyes, uh, because if you don't know who you are, you can't know God's plan and purpose for your life. So discover the riches of your identity in this 31 uh, devotion uh, book that is uh, you, just helping you to experience exciting transformation that comes from seeing yourself through God's eyes. And customer support would be happy to uh, order that for you and get it uh, on its way to you. Again, it's called Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, a devotional written by June Hunt. And you want to make sure that you see that. In fact, every caller that we have on the program here receives a copy of that for themselves. And uh, you can get one for yourself as well. If you'd like to get in touch with customer support, uh, again, the number is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. And uh, talk to them about, again, what might help you the most or as you help someone else with a situation in their life. You might find some resources helpful to uh, be able to hand to them. You can email customers. Customer support as well at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And uh, you can find them that way as well. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we welcome back Stephen. Well, my friend, I'm so glad we were able to talk again. Uh, first of all, I'd like to know how are you doing right now? I know it's only been a week since we've talked, but um, you have described your deep desire. Um, in fact, it, it, it is you, you believe it's imperative that there be change. And right, yeah. so talk, talk to me about where you are right now. Um, well, um, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Um, I, I'm still battling with, um, with um, a lot of uh, temptations, but 
I am I am being strong as I, I'm being strong as possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we talked about, of course, was um, something that is culturally touted one way, and yet God says something a different way. And you said, as a Christian, you knew you wanted to battle. The battle is with temptation. We're talking about uh, same-sex attraction, uh, homosexuality. And, And when I asked you a number of questions, I just saw... Uh, how easy it would be for you to be quote unquote groomed that's what they call it at times groomed when at three years old this grown man uh, through the day uh, sexually abused you and and then you were seven or eight years old and and then for whatever period of time that was this neighbor friend and you were vulnerable, and you had a real challenge of uh, other people just because of your vulnerability. And right. uh, what what struck me was when I asked you about your upbringing in terms of the classic areas that would lead or make you open and more vulnerable to uh, approaches by others um, for for temptation and going into homosexuality. I mentioned an absent or distant uh, same-sex parent. That would be a father, and uh, you had already communicated the the third reason that we list and explain and that is childhood sexual abuse but the first is an absent or distant and then I I did not expect you to say that your father left when you were two Yes. and you know just think if everyone everyone wants the best relationship possible that they can have with certainly a, a daddy they, they, right. they, they want that with a mom and a dad. That is a, a craving. Uh, children, if they can have the best relationship possible, well, if there's no dad there, then any other male becomes a potential substitute. And if that other male sexualizes you as a child, it's it's tough. It's... It is. It's the setup. Does this make sense? Yes. Yes. Um. And if it does, um, um, makes sense a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Like. Like. There. Like. There were times where um I was in, I was um a toddler um a toddler even even when I was um born um I faced a lot of health health um health issues mm-hmm. and actually near near death experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it, it has just been been a crazy time back then um, because like some some like dark force 
did not, you know, like want want like want me to live, you know. But um, God, like God kept on sa- like saving my life numerous times. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. so grateful. Well, when we ended up talking more, I I gave you something that I call the target. It's really reaching the target of transformation. It's it's uh, the freedom formula. Yeah. And as I was going through this, you 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 verbally you responded to this so strongly, and it was you know when you're tempted. And by the way, this is not just for one area. In fact, it's any area of temptation. This has right. nothing to do with just same-sex attraction. It's any temptation. And we've, we're all tempted just in different areas. You will not be tempted uh, as somebody else's that you could be sitting next to in a... In, in a movie theater or uh, any kind of a theater uh, or at a church, we all have areas that we can pinpoint and where we are vulnerable. And that's why it is vital to see what God says. And you, you already have indicated that you know you want to do what God tells you to do through his word. And so what we looked at is this target and whatever whenever you're tempted it's I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ that being like right. a, a visible target of the three rings and then that um black center is I'm calling it transformation so you have to have a new purpose and since the bible says I'll uh, that um we are predestined, this is believers, Christians, are, are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So, like, right. when you, as as you literally, whenever you are tempted, it, it, and that means in your mind, not, not just a, a physical temptation, in your mind, if you see someone and you think, and you, you your mind can sexualize another person you can think sexually about that person instead you you just say no i'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of christ Um, in other words we are told to take every thought captive and make it obedient to christ so you just and you if you need to say it six times you do it i'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of christ I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. That's based on Romans eight twenty nine, And then a new priority is to change your thinking. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. And the neat thing about Amen. that is that, you know, I love it that we are told what brings about transformation. And Romans 12, 2 says it, explains it. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed. So, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. So that if you hear somebody else saying, 
oh, this doesn't matter, or no, that's a different view uh, historically with what God says. No, no, that doesn't matter. Uh, it, the Bible has it wrong, or our thoughts are wrong. No, just just go with what God says, and you know we, of course, have sent you. I don't know that you received it yet, but our material on. Um, uh, homosexuality and same-sex attraction, the struggle with same-sex yes. attraction. Have you received that um, yet? Uh, nope, um, I did not um, get, uh, get those uh, books yet, and um, I've been checking my mailbox every okay. single day, and I'm just like, oh my God, it did not arrive no, yet. Sorry. And I'm well, just like, oh boy. <laughs> you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And so then yeah. a new plan, and, and you know, the, this new plan is um, I'll do whatever it takes to line up well, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill his plan. That means God's plan in his strength. Amen, yep. Yeah. I yes. can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So, my friend, it's not your strength. It's not your strength. It, it, you know, we we can all look at times and think, why did I give in? Why did I, uh, uh, you know, and... and I do that all the mm-hmm. time. Like, I do that all the time. And, and like, it, like, it gets, like, um mentally draining for me and um i like i get extremely um uh, disappointed in in myself for always giving in and well, the it's good like, news, like yeah that's like the most like toughest battle like alone you know okay but let's think about this logically um yeah you said that you have a, you that you truly are an authentic christian that means you've humbled your heart you yeah. received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Is that correct? Yes. And giving him control of your life. Okay. So he says, not me, this is what the Bible says, that, and and I, I think it's important. This means you have a new identity. If anyone is in Christ, that person is a new creation. All things pass away, all things become new. Amen. So, what's new about you is not that you are absolved from being tempted. No, but what's new about you is you have, literally, the Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, with Him on the inside, He is your power source. He has supernatural power. He is your power source to literally resist temptation. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. 
Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. Lifelinetohope.org. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They can help you access the resources you need. And uh, so want to give you an opportunity here at the holidays to uh, support the ministry of Hope uh, Hope for the Heart and the, the program Hope in the Night. And uh, so for your donation of any amount uh, th- at this time between now and the end of the year, you can uh, receive free MP3 downloads of June's audio teaching, Forgiveness, the Freedom to Let Go. It's over five hours of teaching. Again, your gift of any donation amount will get you that. We'd be happy to send that on its way. Just go to hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and there you can find options to give once, to give monthly, and uh, different denominations of uh, gifts are there. And uh, by the way, your support helps people around the world to access God's Word and to apply it to their life through our biblical resources. And we thank you in advance for your gift. We, uh, we look forward to hearing from you and to uh, doing greater ministry um, through Hope for the Heart and the program Hope in the Night. So check out the website as well at hopefortheheart.org store to find lots of resources that you can access there as well. Let's get back to tonight's conversation now with Stephen. Well, uh, Stephen, as you have clearly let me know that you know what you don't want to be acting on. You also know what it's like to act on that which is tempting to you. And again, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned our own way. So That's right. It, so you're not, you're not unique, but what you learn, and this should be um, helpful to you, as you more and more literally apply, take into your life the 
principles from the the Word of God, the truths. Um, Jesus said, the truth set you free. Now, what you're going to find is more and more you'll sin less and less. You're not sinless. It's not sinless, but you'll sin less and less. Right. And the reason is you're learning to appropriate the very presence of Christ in you since, again, you see that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, based on the Holy Word of God. So, Amen. this is imperative, and the Bible says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. That's Galatians 5, 1. So we're not to be <laughs> yoked uh, to what will defeat us. And and a thought that I had, I, I knew last time when we talked, and this time you've confirmed, it's like this guilt that you've had, and many times it's because even your thought life uh, can go a place that you don't want, and it's like, well, I've already blown it, you know. And so, so often it's like, well, then you act out what is in your mind. But I, what I would say is this. Think about temptation. Uh, was Jesus without temptation? I'm going to ask you. Did Jesus uh, have no temptation? Um, I believe that that um Jesus suffered a lot of a lot of temptation but Jesus fought like fought through it, you mm -hmm. know? Like mm -hmm. Jesus like Jesus conquered the battle. Like I believe that Jesus w was a very very strong man. Mm -hmm. It so is true he, that yeah, he was without yeah. sin. So you're right about that. But see, many people have a wrong mindset. The Bible even says that Jesus was tempted in all areas. So what I want to focus for a moment on is just because you feel temptation, just because you have tempting thoughts, you can have tempting images that come back based on what your body chemistry does. What that means is you can have a lurid scene in your mind, meaning out of nowhere when there is uh, trauma or tragedy or uh, something highly dramatic, mm. your physical body responds in such a way that it, it emits epinephrine from the adrenal gland. And let's say, let, let, let's move it into the category of, I remember um, when I was a child, we, my, we were driving, my mother was driving to Shreveport, Louisiana. And all I can remember is bright headlights at night, an oil tanker, the man fell asleep, and to this day, I remember that scene 
of us being hit and I probably was four years old, possibly five, something like that. But the fact that I can remember, why can I remember that? I didn't know the people. I, uh, there, there was a, a couple that stopped, carried me to the hospital. I just had, I was not really harmed. I, I just had a bleeding uh, inner bottom lip and I, I watched the blood come, but you know, I just was embarrassed about that, so I didn't tell anybody. But my point is, right. why, do I, why do I remember that? Because when there has been something dramatic or traumatic, the image of that is uh, we'll never leave. Right, right. It goes through the bloodstream and stamps the picture into your brain. So what happens is there can be a scene that you don't want to have come back. But right. you this isn't your will. This is something that happens. It's what you do with that scene. It's what you do with that image. It's what you do with that tempt temptation that makes the difference. And at that point, you make a choice. You say, I... You, you can say it, say, I reject uh, that temptation. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. And if you need to say it again, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. So see, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I don't want you feeling guilty about something if you are feeling guilty because of a scene in your mind because there's temptation, because for the Bible to say that Jesus was tempted in all areas, that's not sin. It's what we do with the temptation. And this is why we're talking about you being equipped. And by the way, let me ask you a question. At times, you can feel guilty. What does the Bible say? Do you have any idea what the Bible says as to who is your accuser? Do you know anything about that? Um, well, like, not, not exactly. Okay. The Bible yeah. says, and this is interesting, that the enemy, Satan, is your accuser. See, you, the Bible is very clear. You have been forgiven of all of your sin when you come to Christ. So right. so what instead the enemy of your soul the word satan literally Stephen the the word satan means adversary or enemy. So and that's in Hebrew and so the, when we see S-A-T-A-N, that's a Hebrew word for enemy, mm -hmm. adversary. So what does your enemy want to do? He wants to defeat you. He wants to, not, not even, it's not a matter of making you do something wrong just for you to feel, I am flawed. I am, you know, I am bad. Right, like, yeah, no, oh no, um, I, I know, and, um, like, the enemy tried to, 
ruined me all my life, like throughout my my 27 years of life. The enemy tried to even kill me like numerous times, and I am still standing tall and standing strong. Good, you know, and uh, yeah. So when you what I'm wanting you to focus on is at times if you are just feeling so. Uh, you you told me you were mentally tired. You're exhausted, yeah. and and part of this has to do with you feeling so badly about yourself. Instead, it is that he has salvaged you. He saved you, not just spiritually, but physically. When you, you indicated that, you know, you could have died. So. There is purpose for your life, but I want you to understand that there are times when you can be so down on yourself mm-hmm. with guilt when instead it is the enemy of God. The Bible even says he accuses us day and night. So what I'm saying to you is if you feel the guilt Instead, that's not, God isn't wanting you, oh, I want Stephen to feel guilty, guilty, guilty. No, he wants you to know that there is victory in Jesus. That your victory is already paid for. Right. And that when you allow the enemy to defeat you, um, there is a tendency just to feel hopeless and helpless, and and that is not from God. So do you understand that at times it can be the enemy of your soul wanting you to literally feel defeated when instead... Um, and because he's going to accuse you, you know, like, well, why didn't you do this or what, all this? Um, and, and yet what I'm hearing is you are seeking to be strong, that you know you have at times been strong. And so we will put some very specific um, steps in place that you will see. And then I think you wanted for us to talk about purpose in life. Is that correct? Okay. Well, then, when we come back, I want to understand your questions. What is important to you that we talk about? And by the way, I'm proud of you. I am genuinely proud of you because there are many people who just give up and say, well, this is just who I am. This is... No. You you are uh, a possession of the Lord. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, 
or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, and He's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to recommend one of our keys for living called Purpose in Life. That's pinpointing your priorities. And that and many other titles are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800 800- Four eight eight four six seven three. If you would like to speak with June about a situation going on in your life, we'd like to hear from you, and just call us at eight hundred nine seventeen. That's eight hundred N I G H T one seven. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll return that call to uh, talk to you about uh, being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. And uh, again, that's eight hundred nine seventeen eight hundred six four 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 eight one seven. And we look forward to hearing from you. Let's get back to our conversation now with Stephen. Well, Stephen, uh, just before I ask you about what uh, question you want to articulate to me, I want to give you the reference uh, from the book of Revelation. It's Revelation twelve eleven, but really it starts in verse 10. That's Revelation twelve ten. 10. Um, this is about the accuser that I've been referring to who is Satan. Um, The scripture says, now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser, the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. See, this is showing what is going to happen. They overcame him, Satan, Mm -hmm. by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Wow. So so understand, what 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 does this mean? They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. First of all, what is your testimony? 
you you told me that you have humbled your heart and received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so that being the case, your testimony is, I am a child of God. And, and, And everyone is not a child. Everyone I'm talking about it. And everyone is not a child of God. We're all creations of God. Yes. But based on John, the book of John, John one twelve, it says, as many as received him, that's you, that's me, mm-hmm. as many as received him, the Lord Jesus Christ, to them he gave the right to become children of God. So when you're tempted especially to have guilt, I'm going to just say the intent is when once we've turned and yielded our lives to Christ, our sin is forgiven, past, present, and future. And the word of your testimony is, I have been saved. I have a changed life through Christ. Right. He is my Lord and my Savior. And what's this business about the blood of the Lamb? They overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb. You think about it. They, did Satan try to tempt Jesus when he was on earth? Yeah. Yeah. He, there yeah were, wait. That's right. No. The, there were three major temptations oh, yeah. where, where even he twisted Scripture. He used Scripture, but he twisted scripture from the intent that the, the word of God actually has. And so did, but Jesus did not give in to that temptation. Is that correct? No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it, finally, as Jesus came to the end of his earthly life, here he is in his thirties. Once the blood was shed on the cross, then there's no way that the temptation of Jesus by Satan could have any impact. So once the blood was shed, that was the payment price for your salvation. He paid the price of sin. And by the way, the Bible says our sin separates us from God. Well, if that's the case, then we can't enter heaven. There's no recourse. Well, no, that's where the payment of Jesus, paying the price for our sin, he took our sin onto himself, the the payment, and it was he paid with his life. And he did so willingly based on love for you and for me. So, once the blood of the Lamb, and that means Jesus, was the Lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. Once his blood was shed, there was no more opportunity for Satan to have any possibility of being victorious over Jesus. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And so, what I'm saying to you is... This accuser, for the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night, you know, he can accuse you 
of past sins, uh, of even feeling tempted, and just say, no, um, I reject that accusation. I have been literally forgiven. It's a gift of grace and mercy that God has given me. And you know, he doesn't want you to walk around feeling guilty, torn, defeated, because he is the accuser. And instead, right. you don't need to listen to his accusations. Just like if somebody were standing on the corner and yelling something at you and you don't even know this person, you, you wouldn't accept it because right. he's not a part of God's plan for you. And so you you go forward. Yes, you you can be. I, I am accused of things. I, I'm, I can be stunned at times what I'm accused of, but I must not dwell on it or it, 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 it can be lethal. So you have a question. Um, by the way, is there any question about what I've just said uh, that relates to you? Or, or are we okay? Well, um, I I would just uh, like to know um, what is my what is my um, uh, purpose in life? You know, yeah. because um, like uh, like I said, um, I uh, I faced a lot of um, uh, um, near death experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, can, uh, can, uh, can I share, uh, one story, like, really fast? Okay. okay. If it's fast, sure. So, um, when I was born, um, I was born with, with, um, uh, drugs, drugs in my system. Mm. And, um, when I was born, uh, I was born dead. Um, Mm. uh, I have... I lost um, a couple of minutes of of um, oxygen to my brain. <sighs> um, the doctors brought me back to life, but I feel like it it was God that that breathed life in me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So wow, that that's uh, important. Well, I will just say, what is God's purpose for you? Let me explain. God's highest purpose for you is found in the scripture that we talked about the other day, a week ago, and then today. I just reviewed it. God's highest purpose for you is for you to grow in Christ-like character. That's the scripture, Romans 8, 29. Those God foreknew, and he knew you before you were born, he predestined, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So his highest purpose for you is to be growing in the character of Christ. Yeah. Now, there will be other areas. For example, um, let me just say it this way. Uh, as long as my parents were alive, I needed to honor my father and mother. Now, my father said Christianity's a crutch, and he had a lifestyle that was um, had many women. You know, it, but it, the issue wasn't that he, at times he was honorable, but I needed to do what was right in um, 
living my way, living my life in a way that brought honor to Him. In other words, your, your, do you have parents? Because uh, I know you are 20, you said, uh, I believe you told me you were 27, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So are your parents alive? I know you said your father yes. left you, but yep. um, is your mom alive? Yep, she is. Okay. So yeah. one of the scriptures is to bring, is honor your father and mother. Okay. So how you live your life, it doesn't mean that they are honorable, but you bring honor by the way you live your life. And if you were a student, then I would say it's being the best student you could be. If you're an employer or an employee, you be the best worker, the best employer, employee that you can be, which in turn glorifies God. So, by the way, now that I know you really want to be clear about this, um, I'm going to send you also our material on purpose in life. And we subtitle it, Pinpointing Your Priorities. Because this is really going to help you. Uh, many people major on the minors. Well, you need to major on the majors. And this will help you tremendously. Um, and so, by the way, this purpose of... You know, some people say, well, can, can my purpose... Uh, purposes ever change? Uh, I would say yes, but what will not change is you growing in the in the character of Christ. But for example, if your parents were deceased, uh, then it would be still not only growing in Christ-like character, but it would be doing certain things based on where God has placed you. As I said, whether you're an employer or uh, a godly uh, friend, a person who is a part of a church family and any role that you have. So, you know, so I'm just letting you know that some purposes never change. Uh, but, but one thing that you'll find interesting in the material we're going to send you is... The difference between purposes and goals. The goals you have are designed to, to enable you to accomplish those purposes. And we'll explain that to you in the material. Or if ever we talk again, I will make it plain and you'll see how important having the main purpose. That is your target and that is absolutely essential. You have all the hope in the world, my friend, for you living a godly life. We will send the keys for living called Purpose in Life, pinpointing your priorities. We send that out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. 
Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.